Hello and welcome to In The Circle, an inside look at field hockey in the United States, a podcast that gets you closer to the athletes, staff, club administrators, coaches, umpires and fans of USA Field Hockey. Are you looking for ways to keep playing hockey while social distancing? Follow STX Field Hockey on Instagram for daily suggestions on how to stay in hockey shape despite not being able to get on the field. You can also head to stx.com to subscribe to the STX Field Hockey newsletter, where we'll be sending you twice-weekly skills and drills, gear reviews, and stories from our team STX athletes. I'm Mark Hardy, U.S. Women's National Team Assistant Coach, and today I'm joined by three of the newer players into the national team. Midfielders Carly Highstand and Kelly LePage, and forward Miranda Rigg. Thank you for joining me today. I've got with us uh, Carly, Miranda and Kelly. Thanks for having us. Hello. No, thank you for joining us. It's a good opportunity to uh, get to know some of the, the newer faces and the newer names in the U.S. Women's National Team. Um, going to start off. When did you start playing field hockey, Carly? Um, so I've been around field hockey uh, ever since I was born. So my mom was a, a high school coach, and she always jokes around, says that she was, she had me on a Monday, and by Wednesday she was back uh, coaching a game. So I was been around uh, field hockey forever. So I don't know exactly when I picked up a stick. But probably since sixth grade, I've been playing competitively. Okay, and uh, and Kelly? I started playing hockey in the third grade. My mom drug me to a summer camp that was a week long. And at the end of the camp, I fell in love with the sport and wanted to keep playing. And she signed me right up for the fall season. So third grade was it for me. Top parenting by the sounds of it. Yeah. And Miranda? Mine was a little different, started a little later on. Um, I played ice hockey all my life, so in about eighth or ninth grade, um, some family friends recommended I should try out field hockey. Um, pretty much showed up to high school tryouts asking how to hit the ball. Okay, and uh, what, uh, are there any skills in particular you think that are transferred from ice hockey over to, to field hockey? Uh, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think a lot of my stick skills and hand-eye coordination comes from playing ice hockey as a young age. And just the speed of the game, um, since ice hockey was a lot faster and quicker on the ice, I think it helps my speed in field hockey too. Cool. And what about your journey to the national team? Talk to me through that sort of the player that was picked up field hockey slightly later on and to the player that's in the national team now. Yeah, I would say like I had a little different story than uh, most of the girls on the team. Uh, I was never in like the USA field hockey pipeline, as people say, or the youth teams. But um, I did future STEM in high school and then went on to play college field hockey at JMU where I did the high performance stuff and young women's and uh, through the young women's tournament was invited to tryouts and here we are today. And what do you think in the, uh, in the tryouts uh, stood you out in particular? Uh, just say my creativity and um, attacking mindset, probably the most just trying to work hard at the tryouts, even though a lot of the older girls were there with us. That can be intimidating at some times, but uh, I just think my creativity um, on the ball and shooting ability. 
No, I would agree. I remember one moment in the trials where I think there was a shootout and you went one on one and you decided to flick it over the goalkeeper and get it the other side. And that certainly caught my eye. And I thought, yeah, that's a, that's a player with creativity for sure. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, and uh, Carly, what about your journey, please? So I actually started with Futures, um, I think in seventh grade. Uh, was on the U19 team briefly and same with the U21. I was on there for a year. Um, but mainly my development came from the development team. Uh, I was on there for about three to four years. Uh, and after tryouts this year, I made the national team. Cool. Would you mind um, speaking a little bit more about the development team, explaining what it is, where it fits within the, within the pathway? So the development team is basically like a stepping stone from the, the junior teams into the senior team. Um, I was lucky to be a part of the first team um, that started the development team. Um, it's just the team itself is just an awesome experience. You have people from all over who, who their mindset is to make the national team, but um, they, I don't know. They were just, it, it's, it was some of the best experiences of my life to be a part of it. Um, and it really truly helped me develop into the player I am now. And just to be able to be on there um, to enjoy the game, to enjoy the sport, and then to be brought up onto the national team is, is a dream. Yeah. I mean, like the development team was started a few years back and I, I think it's a great, great formula for success, right? There's lots of players that are turned 21 and that aren't ready to go straight into that national team that maybe need a little bit more experience, that maybe need a little bit of time to, to develop and, and round off their skills. And uh, yeah, I guess, how long were you in the development team for again? Uh, three or four years. It was probably about like three and a half. But I agree, like coming from, I started junior year of college, and I wasn't ready, obviously, for anything. And I aged out of the U21s. Um, but it's just a great place to, to put people in so that they still get high-quality field hockey, um, just to have a little middle ground. And what uh, experiences in particular stood out for you in that development team? I got to go on to two tours. We went to Chile, uh, which was a lot of fun. We got to play the Chilean team. And then last year when we went to the Netherlands and we got to play um, Scotland and a couple of clubs it was it was the tours really made it um, it was so much fun being able to play with such a unique group of girls um, we always had fun and worked hard no and I was uh, I was on that uh, tour to Holland and it was a good opportunity to go and play a Scottish the Scottish national team they're they're mm -hmm. pretty much their full team and um, it was a good opportunity to see where we were and and look at how much more development we need to do and or um, areas we need to focus on and luckily enough we came out with two wins from those two games mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was so fun it was awesome it was it was a great experience it was uh what about you kelly what's been your journey to the national team so like carly i did futures starting in the seventh grade and um that's the usa Milwaukee pipeline and i never stopped playing it was just futures and each year I would make one more step. So making the tournament and then making the junior national camps and then finally making um, the U19 junior national team. I got to go on two tours in two different years with them, which was amazing. And then I aged out of them and made it to the U21 level. Um, was fortunate enough to make it two years in a row as well. Um, and then get to 
be with Carly again on the U.S. development team last year and go on that same tour with her to Holland. And then this last January had the opportunity to try out for the team. And here we are. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Three players, three very, very different journeys. I think it's, uh, it's a testament to, to all sort of girls and, and young boys out there that the, the path to the national team isn't linear. It's not just a case of making it at, at 16s, 18s. Um, it's a case of having to, to deal with some successes of getting in teams, but also deal with times where maybe you don't. And all three of you have, have experienced those various peaks and troughs. Yeah, I just got to keep playing. That's what matters most played year round that's for sure yeah absolutely and it's all about enjoying the game and playing a game you love which is the most important thing what about um some of your best memories kelly would you mind sharing some of the things you look back on in your hockey already and your career and think that was a good time there are so many i can't like choosing one for this is was impossible but I would have to say that my sophomore year of college we made it to the final four which was something it was my for my first time um, and it was just like an incredible experience just like I remember the time running out making the final four it was insane and then just the whole experience going to the final four and I remember the night before we played our semi-final game um, we had a Terp video up on, I went to University of Maryland for those who don't know, um, up on a big screen and it was just like so many Terps from years past showing their support for us. And I just felt the love and just the community that um, Maryland brought and that field hockey brings. That was just something that I'll never forget. Um, and we actually made it to the national championship that year, played Carly, um, didn't win, but it was still an um, awesome experience learning from them. Okay, and Miranda, where do you, what are your highlights so far? Um, I would say interesting as what Kelly said too. Um, I don't, there's so many to pinpoint, um, but I would say, you know, this sort of thing doesn't always seem so glorious sometimes, you know, maybe isn't always on the field, um, but I just feel like traveling for me and playing field hockey, the game we love is just, you know, those memories and experience we get to travel the country, the world, um, they're just irreplaceable for me. So I would just say that whole aspect of the game um, is what I really enjoy. Yeah, it certainly is. There's, there's no better way to see the world than, uh, than playing a sport that you love and, and traveling around with your friends and some of your people you hold closest. It's a, it's a good way to live life, right? Yeah, for sure. Carly, highlights? Um, actually, Kelly, mine uh, is a little bit different than yours, but my, my highlight, I went to UConn. Um, and was winning the 2017 national championship. Um, I'll, I'll just never forget the day uh, before in the locker room, our coach, Nancy Stevens, she, when we came in for preseason, she wrote a lineup and all it said was, you are enough. And that line has stuck to me forever. And then um, she said in the beginning, it's, it's just basically, you're here for a reason, what you are, who you are is enough. I just want you to go out there, enjoy the game, enjoy playing with each other. Um, and so she, she said that in the beginning of preseason. Um, and then right before the national championship game, she wrote that on the board before we went out. And it was something that will stick with me forever. And then just winning the game. I'll never forget the counting down of those three seconds. Yeah, I know, Kelly, I'm sorry. <laughs> but the counting down of those three seconds and just being a part of such an awesome team. Um, 
it's something that I'll never forget. Excellent. And uh, are there any other members of the national team that were on that squad? Yes, Casey Umstead was. She was um, left back. Excellent. Uh, and if you wouldn't mind, I, what a, what's, tell me what's the best thing about playing for the women's national team. What do you enjoy? Um, I enjoy just playing at the highest level. I mean, uh, I know Kelly, you and I, we've been in the pipeline a little bit longer than Rig, but it's <laughs> something that I'm sure we've dreamed of for a long time, all of us. And just to be a part of it is something so awesome and to reach the highest level and then to reach it and to keep going and to keep growing as a player. That's really the best thing ever. It's just being able to keep reaching your potential um, and then going around the world and playing the best in the world. It's something just so cool. I agree with Carly. It's like the competition and just being able to represent the United States like that is the coolest thing like to put on your jersey um, and just go out there and play as hard as possible and it's definitely something where like girls have dreamed of so it's been amazing I agree with um, traveling we get to see all different parts of the world and experience different cultures which is really really cool yeah I would say mine's similar too. just you know being able to do what we love as a job is just kind of surreal you know we're part of, uh, you know, the 1% of the 1% that gets to represent the red, red, white, and blue. And that's just a true honor to me. And what about, are there any places in the world that have, have stuck out, stuck out for you so far? Uh, New Zealand, for sure. Yeah. Love New, New Zealand. Zealand. was beautiful. Yeah. Why yeah, New Zealand? That. It was just beautiful. Yeah. It was the, the mountains, the water, even just the atmosphere of it, it was just, it was a cool place to be. Yeah, everyone just seemed to be like super nice there and laid back and uh, where we stayed there was like super cool too. We were allowed to explore a little bit and walk around the town, which was like unique. Yeah, Christchurch is a nice place and obviously suffered some some tragedies recently in, with the earthquakes and stuff like that, but it is an un, unbelievable um, city. I really enjoyed my time there as well. I thought it was uh, the, the coffee shops there. Uh, there were so many nice places to grab some really good tasty coffee and some really good food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what about, we've gone through what's great. Tell me, tell me what's difficult about playing for the national team. I, I would say the most difficult thing really was just the traveling and I'm saying was because of where we are right now <laughs> but was traveling um even though I love traveling absolutely love going to new places but just being away from from your family and and from your significant others and your friends for just so long um but I mean you're you're traveling and you're getting to see the world so it's a give and take Kelly um I would say one of the hardest is the fitness, just because you're pushing past that um, mental barrier and that physical barrier every single time you do it. And it could be like, we're running after practice or we're running before practice, but I think it's rewarding post fitness. And you know that you have your team with you um, running across that line, which is always inspiring to me. Um, and then as I run my quarantine runs at home, I try to visualize Ginny and Carly running next to me. So I, I have them mentally pushing me. So, but um, that's definitely one of the harder things, but it's definitely worth it and a very important part of the game. 
Yeah, I mean, we think I think back to the biggest training block we've had in Chula Vista, and there were some good opportunities there as a group to to really push our fitness levels and see where we were. And we were we were prepping for games against China that obviously uh, obviously never happened. But it was interesting and really good to see you girls go through a very sharp curve of improvement on fitness and really go deep into the. You went deep into the well at times to in some of those sessions. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Miranda, what about hardest things about playing for the national team? Um, mine was kind of similar. It has to do with fitness too. I would just say, um, I just think the unknown of being a professional athlete in your daily lives sometimes can be difficult, you know, with fitness or injuries, playing, travel, family, like they all said, you know, you never know when something could uh, go wrong or go right for you or the team. Um, and I just think putting yourself mentally or physically on the line daily um, can be a challenge at sometimes to uh, keep up with and produce the higher – uh, high performance environment that we want to be in every day. So, yeah. No, I, I, I fully agree. What about favorite field hockey drill? Uh, it doesn't have to be from the national team, but just favorite drill that you've, you've got, you've experienced that you, that you would love to do more of Carly. Well, so my favorite drill and we've never done it outside, I think of high school club, but we used to do a four V three goalie. Uh, from the 50 and it was probably the most fun drill that I've ever done Um, again haven't done it since high school club but I club mates and I we just joke around still about uh, how much fun we absolutely had in that drill Kelly Um, my favorite is one that Mark created it was it's a (laughs) 1v1 to a 2v1 to a 2v2 to whoever has possession at the end is a 3v2 it's very high pace it's between the 25s there's two goals and you're just running back and forth and trying to score these goals and it's very competitive and it's a lot of fun i have to break it to you that's not my drill that's 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 caroline's i mean i love it because it's i know i love it (laughs) winning wednesday anything there that's that's me but that 1v1 2v1 that's that's not miranda um, I'm kind of similar, but honestly, anything that involves uh, stick skills or shooting. I just like the ability to be creative and score goals. So, And if you could tell um, your younger self or a younger hockey player one piece of advice, okay? If you could go back in time and you could tell that person one piece of advice, what would it be? Miranda, let's kick off with you. Um, I don't know if there's any one major piece of advice, but I would just say, you know, keep working hard, keep staying positive and, you know, uh, don't blink because your dreams will come true one day. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, for me, so my mom was my coach for a long time. Uh, sometimes we butted heads because of it and she pushed me a lot and a lot, a lot, but I would say I would tell my my past self to just relax and and listen to her because she's right and she'll get you somewhere someday from pushing you so much. Mums are always right. You don't mm-hmm. think it at a time, but they've got it right. <laughs> yeah. Kelly? I would say to have fun, enjoy every moment and always believe in yourself because you can do it. Excellent. 
Girls, thank you very much for joining me in the circle today. It's been a pleasure to chat with you. and It's been a pleasure to get the listeners out there to get to know some of the newer members of the national team. Go USA. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Mark. Stay safe. Spread out, create space, five yards. We hear these cues all season when playing field hockey, but we need to remember them even more while social distancing. STX Field Hockey is here to support you as you continue to create space during this time. Follow us at STX Field Hockey on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter at stx.com for daily tips and tricks on how to keep the stick in your hand while social distancing. Thank you for joining us on In The Circle. Come back next week for another look inside USA Field Hockey.